Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Every Saturday or thereabouts, a new episode appears on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in or wherever great podcasts are found for free. Hey, you know what you could do to actually help us out? Go on iTunes or Stitcher and give us a review. I'm not saying you have to write anything. Just give us a star or a like or a thumbs up or whatever. And it uh, actually helps uh, us be found by other people who might be interested in this podcast. You can get a hold of us at uh, facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. If you want to tell us how we're doing or if you have a comment about one of our past shows, a hundred and like 30-some are currently available right now. What? Believe it. I don't believe it. Nice. Right. Go and take a junkie binge. <laughs> so I'm Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars. Jenny. Brent. Nick once again. Second week in a row. That's I know. Right. I know. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> it really Maybe ser- even it earlier does. this evening. I'm, I'm like in one of those time slips. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> that's interesting because this is the year of time travel. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, not tonight. Tonight, Jenny chose her first podcast movie. What did we watch tonight, Jenny? The Big Lebowski. Who's it directed by? The Cohen Brothers. And from what year? Oh, uh, ninety <laughs> four. Uh, I should know this since I asked. There's a copyright of nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. That was my second guess. <clears throat> All right. So the Big Lebowski. I'm guessing that a lot of you folks have seen this movie because it's a goddamn classic. Oh wait, that's probably saying too much too early. So hold on, sir. I had never seen it before. Holy fucking shit! We had a big Lebowski virgin right here in our midst. Popped my Lebowski cherry tonight. The honor is all mine. The honor is all mine. 1998, Nick. (laughs) How did you make it this far without seeing the big Lebowski? I don't know. I I just haven't ever had the big draw to see it. I guess you know. I've seen all the pop culture stuff. All you know. I know of the dude. You know, and I've seen the memes of John Goodman here and there from the movie and that, but, <laughs> and wax and balls. That's about all I know from it. What are you, a communist? <laughs> I guess. This is a goddamn American, American, American classic. America. <laughs> from back, it's set during the 19, what was it, 1992? When's it set? During the beginning of the first Iraq War. Yes. That's the correct response. (laughs) Yes. That's true. All right, so here's what I propose tonight. I propose that we test your deuterology with a quiz. All right, we need to have some kind of... So we're going to pit the members of the Saturday Night Freak Show against each other in a game of, hey, we just watched this movie. How well do you remember it? So wait, what are the rules? Well, we need to have some kind of, I mean, because there, there's questions, there are multiple choice, right? Oh, no, okay, are. so we could do we could do just the question, and then if you if we go around and nobody gets it, then we can go to the multiple choice, and then somebody is obviously going to have the correct answer. So, so how do we who grade responds this? first? I guess. How do we grade well, this? yeah, or do you ask like you ask Jenny, and then 
she gets a chance to answer, and if she doesn't answer, then it goes to me, and then it goes to Nick. We can do that, but we'll have to keep moving it every time so Jenny doesn't. What get if the I get them all right? Right. Well, if, so get she gets question one, but then that's. What, I mean, if you get them all right, then like kudos to you. You get to answer. You get to guess first the next time, right? I just say because it was her pick. What if she gets them all right? Okay, yeah, well then she gets I'm them all right. I guess is she gonna get them all right? <clears throat> All Am right. I? I don't Am know. I, Brent? You might. You might. I think so. It's a, yeah. It's possible. Well, all right. Oh. Okay. So what? What do you? Uh, okay. So are we doing anything for right or wrong answers? Like if you too take easy, a drink if you to <laughs> Right. It's possible. It's possible. Okay. Well, we'll do it. Okay. So the first question will go to Jenny because she's immediately to my left. Second question will go to Brent, regardless of who gets the first question right. Okay. Uh, third question goes to Nick, and so forth. Okay. Nice. Okay. See how good I was paying attention. Yeah. When I watched it. Exactly. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah, this is. If you first get time. it wrong, there should be a penalty. You got to take like a drink. We're all drinking Caucasians. Is that a penalty, really? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you lose, you don't get to there take are, a drink. There is <laughs> absinthe down here. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's the like absinthe drinking. may come out. At no, some no, point. No, no, no. It's like drinking straight black licorice, man. <laughs> you got to put a lot of sugar in it. I found but out. But then that's you the might have dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's green fairy. Okay, we ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Jenny, how many times in the movie The Big Lebowski do we see the dude actually bowl? Zero. You are correct. Oh, all right. There you go. You get to take a drink, <laughs> Brent. Wow, these are tougher than I thought they were going to be. Okay, what is the dude's real first name? Uh, that would be Jeffrey or Jeff. You are correct. You get to take a drink. Okay, of course, the way that this lands, like the guy who hasn't seen. The Big Lebowski gets the biggest, yeah. the hardest fucking yeah. question. How many times wait, do you wait, see wait. Julianne Moore's boobs? <laughs> Nick, did you know those two? I, yeah, I knew those two. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to get this. Good one. luck. Buddy. All right, here we go. So if he doesn't get it, what, what are we doing? We can well, have, open to can the floor. Phone a okay, yeah. phone a friend, or we can you can get multiple choice. Okay. Okay. So question three: Who is the dude based on? <laughs> I'll just give you the multiple choice. Is it based on? Jeff Bridges, Ethan Cohen, Jeff Dowd, or Jerry Garcia? Mm. All right, phone a friend. Who are you phoning? Call him Brent. What's up? All right. Um, well, I would go with Jeff Dowd because his first name is Jeff. Ah. I would go with Ethan Cohen because he wrote the movie. Ah, mm, Snap. But you didn't ask her. She just interjected. Right. Are you did. going with what he says, or are you going with what she says? So you have to phone two friends. Oh, snap. Two. Dun, dun, dun. I will say Jeff. Very good. So who is oh, Jeff Dowd? Does anybody snap. know who Jeff Dowd is? I, I, I just figure he's a professional bowler. Uh, Jeff Dowd is a friend of the Lebowski, or the, sorry, the Lebowski's, the mm-hmm. Coens, right? Oh. Who they base this thing on because he is known as the dude. He is some guy who has the mannerisms that you see Jeff Bridges mimicking in the movie. Did you uh, know that? Yeah, yeah. This Before is like, you read the answer. Oh, yeah, because this is, well, <laughs> because there's also like an entire chapter on here about 
Jeff Dowd. I think there's a photograph that I'll probably be able to find at some point. But they knew him. I can't remember if he was like a talent agent or something like that. They said it was a friend of theirs. And uh, Colin is reading an entire book based on the- <laughs> it's Jeff Dowd right there. Oh, yeah. a photograph oh, of Jeff okay. Dowd. Wow. And uh, yeah, so apparently uh, uh, Jeff Bridges hung out with him in order to kind of gain the mannerisms mm. of the dude, Jenny. So does that mean Brent's up? No, I th- well, I don't think so because I think we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going round robin style, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yes. So we get into the next round. It just it just means that Nick doesn't round. get to take a drink. Yeah. Don't worry, Nick. I'll take a drink right. of this. Well, no, yeah. but he got it right because he phoned a friend. That's right. You did. Man. You get to take a drink. All right. There cool. you go. Here it goes. What are you drinking? I am drinking a summer shanty. Uh, white Russian. <laughs> summer. Shanty. I had a white Russian earlier. This is a white. Oh yeah. Kicked my ass. <laughs> I made Nick a white Russian when he got here. It was probably the strongest one of the straight night. Vodka. Was the one I made before <laughs> was, the movie? Was that one strong? No, it wasn't too bad. It was okay, right. I was worried. I. Went too hard I don't think vodka. it was whatever. But then like, I was looking at Jeffrey Lebowski <laughs> making his. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I think I could have put a flame to that, and we would have been on fire up there. Yeah. We definitely would have. You make a fine uh, Caucasian, Johnny. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, drink. bam. All right, folks. That's every, a drink. Oh, I'll do it. Well, every every time the listener hears Caucasian, you have to take a drink <laughs> or a white Russian. All right, next one. This is for Jenny. This is worth 10 points. What fast food restaurant highlighted in the movie did John Goodman appear in a commercial for? In and Out Burger. She's right. (laughs) Boom! In and Out Burger. (laughs) All right, so next question goes to Brent. What actual porn star appears in the porno movie that Maude shows to the dude? Oh, it's a brunette. Are you up on your porn stars? Good God. Do you need multiple choice or you got this? Or to phone a friend? Do multiple choice. All right, multiple choice. Yeah, All right. Phone a friend says multiple choice. Is it A, Asia, Asia Carrera, B, Tracy Lords, C, Jenna Jameson, or D, Strawberry Fields. We're all shaking our head. We know it's not Jenna Jameson. <laughs> that wasn't Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Me and Nick are like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, who was the second one? Tracy Lords. I'm going to go with Tracy Lords. Uh, I'm going to go with A. Be- no. Jenny is correct with uh, Asia Carrera. Was uh, featured in the- Asia- Did it say Asia Carrera? In the title, I don't the think so. They no. gave like, but she was the fake, the friend who whatever. Uh, yeah, she was the brunette. That's what taking I said. a shower at my house. The yeah. brunette and oh, okay. Yeah, Tracy yeah. and log. What is it? Log. Log, log jammers. <laughs> yeah, which one does log jamming fall into? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I I like do uh, entertainment and political something. Yeah. Hey, which one of those is log jamming fall into? <laughs> By the way, you know his his dream porno called Gutterballs. You mm-hmm. know there's actually a movie called Gutterballs. Perfect. All right, next week me. on but, the but, podcast <laughs> we'll be watching. But it's not a porno movie. It's actual a horror movie. Oh, Gutterballs. Yep. What is it about? Wow. Like a killer? Uh, like what is bowling it? Ball? A bowling alley? Yeah, he's got a bowling ball in his head. No, he like he, the he holes wears, or the eyes and the he mouth. He wears a bowling we ball bag over his head with the holes on it. Nice. Weird. Not bad. Not bad. I think we could do this better, though. I think we could do one with a bowling ball (laughs) where the head, you know, kind of like the scream face. You just have the two eyes and the mouth. 
Or the oh. guy kills the people by like hitting them their with face. The, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He cuts their heads off and uses them as bowling trademark balls. It. Trademark it. Right I think now. so. Trademark uh, 2015 Saturday Night Preacher. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right here. Locked in. How does he kill people in that movie? Um, he cuts uh, their heads off and throws down. God, it has to happen. I've never seen good. the movie. I know, I've read about it because. It was by another director of another movie I've seen, and I was looking to see what else he did, and it was Gutter Balls, and when I re- read about it, I guess he, like, anally rapes people with with bowling pins. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. From what I heard, it's pretty pretty sick and twisted movie. Wow. Sounds How do you like you come back one. from that? I don't know. You come back with question number six. Fascist. This question is for Nick. Nick, how many times is the word dude... Used in the movie. Oh, dang. Multiple choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy 23, shit. 49, 87, yeah. or 162? I would have to say C. You're going with 87? You're wrong. Oh. No drink for you. It's 162 162. That was Holy too high. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can kind of see that because it's dude or, yeah. you know, Duderson mm-hmm. or his dudeness or dude or Cal Duderino if you're not into that whole brevity thing. I'm sorry, dude. Nick. That was my fault. Yeah, you let me down. Dude, her life is in your hands, dude. <laughs> like, there's, there's always like, it starts with dude and ends with dude each sentence. Anybody that's addressing him. Too high. I thought they were trying to trip you up. Yeah, it was like a trick. Going for that, like the middle ground. Well, maybe. Okay, so what's going to happen here? How many times, Jenny, is the F word or a variation (laughs) of it used in the film? You want the multiple choice? Yes, please. 53, 97, 143, or 285? No, because Wolf of Wall Street broke a, a record for fuck used in a movie. How many times was it? It was it was three hundred, I think. Well, who held the keep... record? Scarface or the Big Lebowski? I don't know. I don't know who held the previous record. I just heard that Wolf Wall Street broke it. Repeat. I'm the... just saying, there's a lot of shut the fuck up, Donnie. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I know. Walker. Could you repeat? And, and then there was. Uh, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Do you see what happens? <laughs> Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Do you see? All right, one more time. Okay, how many times is the F word or a variation of it used in the film? Fucking A, 53, dude. 97, 143, or 285? All I'm saying, all, oh wait, it's 285? All I'm well, I'm not. I'm not guessing. All I'm saying is, I'm going to say 147. Oh wait, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm locking it in. Uh, all I'm going to say <laughs> is based on the last multiple choice. I'm going to. I. I'm going to go high. I know it's not my my turn, but I would have gone with 287. All right. Well, Jenny locked in 143, and that means unfortunately, Brett, you're right. It was 285 wow. and she loses. Holy shit. That's right. No drinks for Jenny. Smack. No drinks. So no during drinks. this no, podcast, no you have to say fuck 285 times? 285. I think you get so used to it after a while because <laughs> everything is fucked. Well, there's a lot of what the fuck you're talking about, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bowlers talk, right? Yeah. It's, I really like your style, dude. Except for all the cussing. Yeah, well, why do you have I was to just say, so didn't Sam Elliott say, uh, <laughs> do you really have to curse so much? You have to cuss so much? The fuck you talking about? Mm-hmm. What the fuck you talking about? 
Which I will say, the Sam Elliott thing was kind of random. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. All right, well, so question, is he a celestial being or a real person or a just dramatic I device? think, well, here's the thing. I think that... Co- stranger. Because Colin and I have talked about this at work, we I think we we may have prior knowledge to this conversation. What? What? <laughs> Unlawful prior knowledge? Sorry. We, we didn't save it for the podcast, <laughs> but... It w- it wasn't specifically the Big Lebowski. It was about detective movies or private eye movies, and the idea that Sam Elliott is because a lot of you know classic private eye or private detective movies have a narrator. I think that Sam Elliott. This is me. I'm not putting this on you, Colin. But I think that Sam Elliott is the the narration to you know the the inner monologue to to the dude. Basically, yeah. no, I, no, I totally so, agree. I yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Okay, yeah, totally I, agree. I buy into that. Yeah, cool. I mean, this movie is, I think, like, I mean, that's one of the like, uh, you know, the things that I'm a, I'm drawn to it. It is like it's a private detective movie, but because he's always talking about the case, you know, this case is blah blah blah. I mean, it has it has a title, The Big Lebowski, which is a riff on I think The Big Sleep, right? The Humphrey Bogart movie that was based on the Raymond Chandler novel. He's basically doing all the stuff that a detective does. He's hired, quote unquote, by a wealthy client to go find a missing person. Mm-hmm. It takes him through a series of social uh, stratas, right? Yeah. At some point, there's the there's like the the moments that you have to do in a private detective movie. He has to be bitched out by the cop. Right, you know, stay out of my beach, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. You have to have that moment. I don't like your jerk off face. <laughs> I don't like your jerk off name. I don't like your jerk off behavior, and I don't like you, jerk off. Fucking fascist. Fucking <laughs> uh, peg the dude in the head of the goddamn coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of my beach, community Lebowski. You have to have the scene where the guy is. Uh, Beaten up by uh, you know the criminal guy from the criminal underworld, which is Jackie Treehorn, right in this. But you always have that scene where like the detective gets all his shit busted up, and like it's all, you know, it is. It follows that formula, I guess, kind of. It doesn't follow the formula. It has like that as the like understructure, and then it just yeah. kind of riffs on it. So it's almost like I mean, it's one of those things that that makes the movie. M- you know, it's like it's the postmodern detective movie because the first idea that he has about like the solution to the mystery is the correct one, and yeah. then they go for like the he's like they, she kidnapped herself, mm-hmm. and then they go for the entire rest of the movie like throwing up That's all these red the herrings. That's not the well, I suppose idea. right. You're right. Well, then but you had the it's along the right the same yeah. lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you had the other private detective, and like you know, we're the same thing. You know, so. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah, and that that I think is also that guy's there to be like uh, if you didn't realize it yet that this is a, det- a private eye movie, right? Like, he shows up to you know explain to the audience to make sure that you got it. He's like the classic private detective, yes. John Polito. He was uh, Gideon in The Crow. He's yeah. the guy, the pawn shop owner in The Crow, and a bunch of other stuff. But that's the one that I re- <laughs> specifically remember him from. But uh, yeah, it, I thought that that was like, I mean, I get what they were doing with the whole, like, I'm a fellow Seamus. 
you know, because it's like that's like old school way of uh, private de- saying private detective, right? Or private really? dick. He says, "I'm a dick, man," but it comes off like <laughs> I'm a dick, man. You're like, what the fuck? But private dick was private eye, private detective in yeah. like '40s era <laughs> lingo. You know, they use it in this movie, and you're like, okay, I know what you're saying, but like everybody else is like, you just called yourself a dick. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. There you go. See, there. You, this, this is why we do podcasts. Now, <laughs> audience out there, it, that won't be. He's not calling himself a dick. <laughs> Wait. So you're saying that, like, no, you don't realize that a private dick is a private eye, or a well, private when detective? he said I'm a dick man, I didn't. I didn't know that. Just like he's being like, like I'm an asshole. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that was a term for a PI. And okay. Seamus? I don't actually know how. Brother Seamus? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. It, it means detective, but I don't know what the origin of that is. I was kind of on the same level as the dudes. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've got to look that one up. Seamus. I know it's been used, but I'm not sure what where it comes from. Uh, who are we on? This is uh, Brent. Me? Yeah. How many times does the dude say man? Oh, boy. <laughs> well... Well, Multiple choice. See, see yeah. if they go high. 23, 87, 198, or 276? 287. <laughs> we'll I'm, I'm shocked. Okay, so they're throwing a little like mo- a, mo- uh, a wrench, monkey in the wrench. Monkey right? in the wrench. <laughs> it's 198. It was not the highest really? possible option. 198 times. So you have to check. Yeah, that's how many times a dude says "man" in this movie. Man, I thought <laughs> I'm the dude, man. Like he says "man" as much as he says "fuck" in this movie. It's a bummer, man. It's a bummer. Well, according to the stats, Brent, that's not entirely true. He says "fuck" a two hundred eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the and man, only one hundred ninety-eight. I should have phoned a friend. <laughs> who are the people who like sit there and count? All of these. I want that job. (laughs) Can you do it all by computer now? You just get like, this is depressing. Like a word recognition. (laughs) Right. They just go through. Probably. Uh, I'm hoping there's a guy out there actually sitting there, like listening to the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And a guy with a fuck counter. (laughs) No, I know they have those because when they, uh, when they make, you know, movies for like the television edits, there is a guy, like, I, I was reading a, a book by Robert Rodriguez, and he was talking about, like, you know, he went to, like, the, to Columbia Pictures with uh, El Mariachi, and there was a guy that he ran into who his whole, like, job was to sit there through the movie and find out where everybody swore so they could dub, you know, mm-hmm. dub it over for the TV or airplane yeah. release. So there's a guy with that fucking job who sits there going, yep, there's 33 fucks, there's 23 shits, there's, you know. But you know, so, so you get I think, sucking blanket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mellow farmer. This is what you get, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the Alps. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's something else. It's something crazy like that. I suppose they wouldn't have the fuck. But well, the thing It wasn't the Alps, though. I'm going to find this out. You know, when they do it, and Jenny's right about this, because she mentioned the script, I think that they do it during the uh, uh, closed captioning, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to you have to send the scripts into closed captioning, and then they match it up with the with the, the actual live action, you know, video. Right. Well, so doesn't that's the rating do system it. also have to have 
like account. Thanks, Brad. I don't know. I don't know if they sit there and, I mean, I imagine maybe. Who knows? I mean, there's got to be like, you got to have like the uh, subtitle track. Well, we could probably count it. You, you can count it, yeah. And the line is, uh, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. TV edit version. <laughs> this is what happens when you find a stranger. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Is that in wow. there? Yeah. Is uh-huh. it really? I've never actually seen the TV version of this, but it I've has to be. I've never seen this on TV. How can <laughs> they even show it on TV? <laughs> Maybe that's why I've never seen it. <laughs> They're finding strangers in the Alps. <laughs> How is it possible? That's what I love about these TV edits. They, like, make no goddamn sense at all. It's like you have to be sitting there going, like, I know what they're really saying underneath this crazy, like, you know. Uh, all right. Uh, Nick. How many white Russians does the, dr- the, the, the does the dude drink during the movie? Is it five, nine, eleven, or thirteen? Mm. Take yourself back. Take yourself back. Wow. During what scenes does he drink a white Russian? Five, uh, nine, eleven, or thirteen? Wow, they're playing it pretty close yeah. there. Yeah, that's pretty close. How much is this for? A million? <laughs> yeah, it's a million dollars. Million dollars. Million dollars, oh, million dollar question. So, you gotta think, he has a beer yeah. in a couple of scenes. He's not always drinking yeah. white Russian. Yeah, He didn't get a white Russian until a little bit into the What was in those Miller Lite cups and in the bowling alley? I think, beer. I think it was beer. Beers. He I has, think it was beer. I think they only had, count the white Russians. Because he has two white Russians when he's at okay. the bar. Three? At Jackie Treehorn's. He has two, right? He has, he has yeah. one, and then he has a refill that's got yeah, the Mickey but does, in it. Would that one count? He took a sip he, out of it. Oh, that's a good question. Let's find out. Okay, so there's <laughs> he has one at his house when he gets when he's answering the the, the phone message. Mm, yes, yep. he's got, and we're gonna go two at Jackie Treehorns, and he has one after he has sex with the Julian Moore. Yep, right. and he has yeah. one, yes. at one when the landlord comes over. Right. Is, is that the one I'm talking about? Is it? No, that's different, I think. Okay. No, I think that might be the same one. Is it? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, well, it, it is. The answer machine goes yeah. off, and he's, yeah, like, mixing one. And yep. then, does the landlord come over? Yeah, that's the same one. Okay, he has two at the bowling alley, so that's six. He has one, another one, at least one or two. He has two at... Uh, at, oh, with, at Julian Moore's? Yeah, at Julian Moore's So that's place. eight. I would go with n- nine. 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 I was kind of leaning towards nine. So your final I'm answer. going with I nine. Nine is the correct is answer. Nice? Yes. Nick, you get to take a drink. Awesome. Nick worked his way through it. Yeah. Oh, God, I totally, like, okay, never mind. Nobody was listening to me. Jenny, what famous musician, famous, is also a nine-toed nihilist in the movie? Oh, wait. Nope. Think nope. about this. <laughs> oh, think what? about it. <laughs> Ask her again. Oh, wait. It's that girl. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Amy. Oh, fuck. That's amazing that you brought this up. I know. Uh, like, in the credits. God, <laughs> I know her first name is. Can I have multiple choice, please? Uh, Amy Mann. Thank you. That's okay, it. Nope. A. Flea, Bruce Springsteen, or Madonna. Ironically, Flea is also yeah, in the Flea's movie. In there. Yeah. Nice to see a chili pepper. Flea was also in Back to the Future Part That's 2. That's true. <laughs> part 3, I believe, as well. Was he in that movie with Henry Rollins? Was he in The Chase? 
Henry Rollins, Charlie Sheen, Chrissy Swanson. Oh, yeah. All right, then. Boom. Brent, <laughs> how yes. many of Donnie's personalized bowling shirts bear his name? The choices are... Wait, do you know? Well, it's one of the choices, all of them? No. Okay. There's numbers. I don't know how many there were. Okay, that I don't know. <clears throat> One, three, five, or zero. Yeah, that's what I like to go for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting. A, I'm getting a. Uh, it's coming to me. I'm gonna go with three. You're wrong. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's zero. Zero? Yeah, because I noticed, the only one I noticed was that the dude, yeah. he, he wore it's an art. art. Yeah. 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 But I can't remember if Walter had Walter or Donnie had Donnie. Yeah, that's why I, I thought was Donnie did, out. and you, you see him bowl three times, so. Uh, Walter so never even has a bowling shirt. So he's got, like, his vest or his... Well, and the dude doesn't wear one when he's bowling. And, like, the only time he's wearing a bowling shirt is... At he, the end, yeah, right? Yeah. When they, after Donnie dies. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, and he's probably wearing one of Donnie's yeah, shirts. That's why I thought the that holy was shit. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, oh. we discovered something. <laughs> oh, wow. By the way, better bowling movie: this one or Kingpin? This well, one. I, I think this is more. Uh, I mean, this is this, there's more substance here. I think. Uh oh. Nick has a different. It's very silent. It's very silent. I I like Kingpin a lot. I would dare I say I love it. But which movie's funnier, The Big Lebowski or Kingpin? Big Lebowski. I think Kingpin. Really? I think it's a different kind of humor. I don't know if I can compare the two. I mean, Kingpin is like set up punchline, set up punchline, set up Mm -hmm. punchline, which is hilarious. And I love you know all of the Farley Farley Brothers movies. Um, but this is more like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I quote, I quote this. I don't quote Kingpin. I don't know which is better. I don't know. It's hard to look say. out, everybody. There's a shit storm coming. <laughs> That's all I got <laughs> from, <laughs> from Kingpin. <laughs> well, my favorite part in Kingpin is I. I always say this, but it, it, I, I've never said it on the podcast. The best part is when Woody Harrelson is sitting at the bar. And there's just some dude sitting next to him, and it's silent for like 30 seconds. And then he looks over and he goes, who are you calling a psycho? <laughs> uh, the best part is when he comes up holding the, the, the feet from the horse. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he took, chopped off the horse's feet. It took, me a while. <laughs> it took me a while. I got those suckers off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it has is, it has its moments. Is Kingpin more about bowling? I, I think than the it's, Big Lebowski. I think so. I yeah. think I think bowling yes. was kind of like a yeah. recreational. Yeah, yeah. Bowling is bowl. Yeah, well, it's funny because in in King or in the Big Lebowski bowling, like they show the first thing you see are like all these different groups of people, like uh, bowling teams. They all seem to go together, right? I mean. Even Jesus is with the cops, right? Because those guys are cops. You think? I think so. I think he's a petter ass, and he made friends with these cops, <laughs> and they're on a bowling <laughs> team together. But then you get to 
you get to uh, uh, the dude, Walter and Donnie, and these three people have nothing in common other than bowling and their, you know, their conversations. I mean, <laughs> fucking Walter. Well, well, my question is, how are they going to keep going in the tournament without? Uh... Was it Donnie? Well, they made it, it to the semis. I don't know how they even made so it that far because he pulled a piece out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops did come. <laughs> like the cops they are it. pulling it's not like semis, they don't know so. who it is, right? Like yeah. who, some guy was in here. Like maybe they'll get a Walter. maybe they'll get a sub. And even well, even on the answering machine, what do they say? He's like, uh, yeah, well. Hey, dude, we just want to let you know that uh, Walter is disqualified from the league. <laughs> like, there's there's all these messages, and then he gets to the one that, you know, drives the plot forward. But I will like, have to say that this is probably the best movie I've seen with John Goodman in it. You know, Isn't him. he amazing he, in this movie? He, just, he blew it's, me away in this it's movie. It's the best performance. I know. Like, everyone yeah. talks about the dude, but no one yeah. really like, yeah, I, dwells I thought, on I Walter. I thought he stole the show <laughs> Walter's from Walter's my favorite oh, part. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he acted the shit out of that, that part. Oh, he's you didn't so like him good. in Arachnophobia? Is the fucking the guy who went the That's good, too. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hated I, you him know, in Red State. It was horrible. Who? Who? What? Oh, in Red oh, State? Oh. Yeah. Well, that was a different. That was more dramatic than this. Fallen was more dramatic than this, but yeah, there was, was a time when King Ralph, had, yeah, King yeah. Ralph, and uh, was it not Cobb? It was the other one. He was uh, the Babe. Remember, um, he was like oh, leading yeah, man yeah. for a little while, like Fred after Roseanne. And, yeah, he yeah. took he off. Was Fred yeah, Fred Flintstone right. was a brutal. That was that. brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about? Uh, he's in a little movie called Flight. I've never seen mm-hmm. it. No. Yeah. You should, but he's supporting in that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what he is, you know. Now, now the thinner uh, John mm-hmm. Goodman, he did lose a lot of weight. I remember he a lot like, of voiceover the, stuff. The, too. Yeah, yeah, because oh, I mean, Monsters, the Monsters, Inc. Inc. Yeah, that's got to be one of his. He most did like a frosty sequel or something like that. So I remember like, the yeah. moment in Roseanne when he left to do this because when he came back, he looked like this. Oh, he did. Oh. Yeah, that was really? that, se- that season where he uh, <laughs> where he had the crew cut. Yeah, because he really? like he went to like he yes. like skipped out on her or something. She mm-hmm. won the lottery, and then he like left for half the season. He was making the big Lebowski. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Because when he shows back up, he's got that. He it looks he looks like like he, does he just walked movie. off the set. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. so have his sweet fisherman's vest on too. That was probably How right awesome across the way. It would be amazing. <laughs> Different studio, same. Different yeah. set, same studio. Yeah. Whose turn is it? Oh, shit. Uh, Who's up? I think... Is that Nick? Yeah. All right, we got in the conversation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. A poster of which U.S. president bowling adorns a wall in the dude's apartment? I said this during the movie. All right. I had the phone a friend. I wasn't paying that <laughs> close attention to the posters, I guess. Wait, do you want... Watergate. Uh, Watergate. Nixon? You are correct. It is Richard Nixon. Bowling. Now we need to I find almost said Reagan. I almost said Reagan. <laughs> Reagan's not in it. Nancy is, though. Nancy yes. Reagan. Nancy Her picture is, is in the Big Lebowski's house. Yeah, but it's weird, right? Because, I mean, Nixon was also, correct me if I'm wrong here, he was a Republican. Am I wrong? And Reagan, okay, so they're aligning the, the Big Lebowski <laughs> with Reagan, right? Mm-hmm. Conservative, you know, this. And... Little Lebowski or Jeff Lebowski, the dude, with like this kind of like anti-establishment, post-hippie, doesn't have anything to do anymore except, you know, solve crimes or whatever. So he, but he has like a, 
uh, image of Richard Nixon in his but, apartment. Is it just because Richard Nixon was a bowler? I think it's because he was just bowling. I think it's just because he was bowling. But also, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the, when, the very first thing when he's in the Ralphs in the beginning, he looks up at the TV and Bush, the Bush Senior, is talking about you really know, this aggression will not stand. Oh, I never noticed that. And then later on, he uses that line yeah. in the movie. He's like, man, this aggression will not stand. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. I think that's what's funny about... I never noticed that. I know. I noticed it tonight. Like, that was the first time I noticed it. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've always seen that. Because, like, the whole thing with Saddam and all that, you know, the Bush, yeah. Saddam, Nixon, and just, like... I'm like, are they, you know, I don't know. They're trying to do something, obviously, with just giving you some character information, I think, by, you know, doing these political alignments. But, um, emergency flood warning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, we're under an emergency flood warning. Again. Oh, wow. Yeah, two weeks like, in a two row. Weeks in a row. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> Crazy. We're hoping that the power doesn't go up. Jeez. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, it was something, and it wasn't That's... political. It was about. That's the idea uh, that. Oh, no. It was about the dude, like, the. The his little character foible, foible that he takes whatever he has heard like in this the scene beforehand and uses that on new people like the new people that he meets. Maud says, you know uh, what the he's t- she's talking about Bunny, but in the parlance of our times, it would be this. And so in the next scene, where the dude sees the Big Lebowski, <laughs> he like, just starts rambling on. Yeah, and he does that like a couple times, like. Uh, uh, the guys break into his apartment and are like, we're going to cut your Johnson off, you know, cut off your Johnson. So when he goes to the kid, yeah, you know, who stole the car and perhaps well, the money, even- we're going to cut your dick off. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even, <laughs> it's not even just the dude, like just random words are repeated from characters that don't even interact. Yeah. Like, what is, what is that word that they referred to? Chinaman. Chinaman. That well, I noticed happened. that happened. Mm-hmm. That uh, dude said that, and then the Big Lebowski did. Well, Walter said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Or China, yeah. What did or, Wal- yeah. what did Walter refer to um, the Big Lebowski as right before he picked him out of his chair? A gold oh. gold bricker. Gold bricker. Gold bricker. Like that. The um, the chief of police in Malibu said oh, that. All right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then and then Wal- Walter said it twice. When See, they whenever, went to encounter the Big Lebowski. So you're pointing these things out, and it's actually, like, I'm taking that as, like, oh, that's unfortunate that that happened. Because that is one of those things where, like, as, you know, if one guy writes something and he knows those words, he'll put those in the mouth of these characters. But those characters shouldn't have the same vocabulary. And so then that's, like, a demerit. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, oh, they didn't have I, their own I've never voice. noticed that before tonight. Like, I was... I guess I was paying more close attention, but I did notice the Chinaman and then the Goldberger. Yeah. I but noticed. I think that's, yeah. And that's also like Nick talking about, you know, how like an, an art house movie might have more of an agenda or more of uh, more of a voice. I don't know if it's more of a voice, but it, I don't know. I forget what you said, like before we started watching it, but it was, it was more of the idea that. Yeah, they're they're trying to preach to you. They're they're trying to preach, and it, you know, I mean, maybe the Big Lebowski's not preachy, but it's it's still it's a voice, and through one writer, what are they trying to tell you, or what are they trying to say when they make multiple characters say the same thing? 
You don't see that as a mistake, though? Like, that it's, you know, I mean, I get that it's... I kind of I kind of see it as a running joke that they use I, I random could, words like that. I could see it as, as connecting the characters through a, in a comedic way. I mean, this movie is definitely... It's maybe, like, somewhere, like, sub-sub-subtext is, like, maybe even political. But, like, on the surface, I think that it is... It's a running joke I, or a, a comedic way to connect <clears throat> these different scenes and characters together. Yeah, so when you're at work, you call someone a gold bricker or something. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I don't know. I just It seems like the those people in two different stations in life, you know, it's like, would they have access to this, you know, just be using off the top of their head the same vocabulary? You know, especially, I guess the reason why it seems like it's a mistake kind of is like, because the movie is paying so much attention to like how characters talk to each other and like how the dialogue works. The fact that the dude is listening to people and picking up the things that they say and repeating them, you know, it's like, it's so specific. Then it's like anything that deviates from that is like, well, did you mean this to be there? Like, did you guys read did. through this again? And I don't go, think they could do it. So, I mean, they did it at least twice. There may have been more instances where we didn't pick up on it. Yeah, well, I've seen that, like, I mean, like, you know, you read, like, any author for an extended period of time. Stephen King's my example, because I read, like, a lot of his stuff. But you'd get the same kind of thing where, like, you know, a character's thinking to himself, and there would be these phrases that, like, keep coming up, even though it's different characters talking. It's because, you know, Stephen King's writing it, and this is the way he's expressing it. Yeah. It's like, but, you know, I can't think of an example. But it'd just be, like, a phrase, a key phrase, but worded in a way that, like, this character and this character shouldn't be thinking the same way. It's obvious then that one author is writing, you know, right. both yeah. of these characters. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like your Kevin Smiths or your Gilmore Girls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who writes the Gilmore Girls? Well, somebody. It, it, one it person. A, one it person. Actually, it was actually a husband and wife combo. Oh, but then well, they got they, they're obviously. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they got in, Wow. Don't ask me. They, uh, they, the world Gilmore is going to suffer for that one. <laughs> My wife was a big Gilmore Girls fan, so <laughs> that's why it all kind of went haywire towards the end of the series. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a strong voice, you know, I mean, in, in those two examples. And it's two guys wrote it, too. Two, there were two, you know, Ethan and Joel Cohen. Yeah, but brothers, you know. I mean. Yeah. And who knows who knew, wrote what stuff. I don't yeah. know. It's just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. interesting. All right, next question. Next question. Who's up? Me. <clears throat> Jenny. What is the name of Walter's company or business? Subcheck security. Holy shit. Boom. <laughs> Man. Uh, you're correct. Boom. Uh, Brent. Like, she did take a drink. I, that was like I heard deep, the a deep cut. <clears throat> I know that was like bam. I didn't even get to read off Walter's Donut Subcheck Hardware, Walter and Sons Appliance. No need. Subcheck security. No need, bro. <laughs> Are they all going to be this difficult now, or what? What the fuck, Colin? Come on. <laughs> We're going to find out. How easy is this question for you, Brent? What uh, band did the dude say he was a roadie for? Oh, I know. 
Don't phone a friend. I know. You got to do it. No. I know. I'll no give you choice. multiple choice. No, 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 no. Yeah. And he called no, them no, a bunch no. of assholes. No, no, no. It's the 90s, Brent. Think about it. We're laughing because oh, everybody has their oh. hand up except for Brent. Me, me. Who kind of looks like the thinker right now. <laughs> He's got his me. hand pressed to his forehead. It wasn't the goddamn Eagles. It was not the goddamn. I just the hate Eagles the fucking Eagles, not, man. What was it's not it? a multiple choice. I don't tell him. Multiple wait, choice. Wait, it's phone a friend. No, multiple, multiple you should first. know this. Oh, okay. Multiple choice. A. Rolling Stones. B. Tony Orlando and Dawn. <laughs> C. Metallica. D. Air Supply. Rolling Stones, Tony Orlando and Dawn, Metallica, or Air Supply. What band did the dude say he was a roadie for? Well, I mean, I'm going to say Metallica. You are you correct. Are correct sir. <laughs> Give that man a drink. <laughs> no, Go ahead, help yourself. That, that's good, though. I mean, nobody Awesome actually... Caucasians. Yes. Caucasian. Hell of a Caucasian. 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 Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> and our also, home, home listeners just got like five it's also known as a white russian i i forgot about that rule white russian caucasian caucasian he did call it a white russian one time he says Dude, caucasian tree horn yeah. what are you drinking white russian yep. yeah but other, every every other time it's caucasian uh-huh it's called a caucasian <laughs> <laughs> or a white russian Again. caucasian if you're playing, yeah. you better Home be drinkers. drinking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the movie, I want to say, that single-handedly put the white Russian back in style. You know, they do also call it a Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking them like they were going out of style. Put them back into style. Bam! All right. <laughs> uh, Nick. What is the source of the dude's income? He's unemployed. <laughs> well, yeah, he's unemployed for one, but he said that he, he wrote something, right? Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear the multiple choice? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, inheritance? Nope. Unemployment? No. Investments? No. Nope. Or it's never mentioned? Oh, well. I, I guess it would be never mentioned, but... Because where you said unemployment, that. unemployment, I never mentioned. I never mentioned. Well, it is. It's never ah, mentioned. Nick yeah. gets to take Boom. a drink. Boom! Brent loses in my ten points. Right in my face. That's right. Boom. <laughs> uh, I swear he said he got money from writing a book or something. Well, he said he wrote a book. He didn't say he got money for it though. Mm. It wasn't even a book. It was like a no. manifesto or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a manifesto. It was, it was one of oh. seven people. <laughs> he's spending time in administrative offices or <laughs> occupying it. No, because I often wonder this question the whole time I'm watching this movie is how does he have money to write 69 cent checks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we well, took a taxi at one point. I it was know. Like, where, how is he going to pay for that? I know, well, but they th- never answer the question. They I, never say how he got I think the Malibu cop put him in that taxi. Oh, right. true that, true that. Because yeah. he just wakes up. And then he, he got his ass kicked uh, out because he doesn't like. Yeah. Besides the needles. ransom money, they never. Yeah. They never say how he makes his money. Well, I mean, it is the uh, whatever the, the landlord, who's also a performance artist, comes by and asks <laughs> for his, you know, the rent check. 
Dude, you know tomorrow's already the tenth, right? Far out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. See that I think is like cool writing. Yeah, the guy comes yeah. to the door and he's like, you know, tomorrow is the tenth. Far out. And then it's the line <laughs> after that that he's like, so you can slip the rent check under the door. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh shit, this is his landlord. Yeah. You know, this guy was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be doing this thing tomorrow, and you you know, can you come and like give me notes or whatever. Yeah. I'll okay. be there, man. And tomorrow I'll is be there. the tenth. Far out. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just like a cool way of like breaking that in, where you you're surprised as you find the stuff out. I don't know. It is. It's <clears> great. <throat> uh, Jenny, mm-hmm. what famous rocker plays one of the three main nihilists? Flea. You are correct. Brent. Wait. Bonus question. What other movie was Flea in? Back to the Future 2. Boom. <laughs> Two drinks. Are we saying that uh, the chase Baby. with uh, uh, Charlie Sheen also would have been uh, acceptable? That, yes. Uh, or Back to the Future Part 3. Wait, Holy ch- what? Fuck. Charlie Sheen? What? I think yeah. it's the chase. When? Christy Where? Swanson. Why? Can we talk when? about this like, yeah, like 30 minutes ago? Like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Nick is sitting here going like deja vu. Yeah. I'm in that time slip again. <laughs> Holy You're, shit. You need to start drinking Caucasians now. Mm. Yeah, it must be the Caucasians. <laughs> Caucasians coming back out. What, what happens if Charlie you're Sheen, drinking what, them Charlie while Sheen you are asking questions? Charlie Sheen was in the chase with Flea. What? And Kate. Henry Rollins. Oh, Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson, yeah. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Jenny's mind just exploded. <laughs> like Flea? Is it another too? movie? No, no. No, the movie oh. is titled The Chase. The Chase oh, is the movie. Okay, that's why I was confused. <laughs> it has I've never seen Sheen that. In it. I was, I was thinking it was Back to the Future Two. I'm like Charlie Sheen. No. So you were no. thinking like The Chase and Back yeah. To yeah. I'm like trying to figure out what she was seeing at that point. Right. Like, I'm like seeing Flea in the too. in the pickup oh, truck. I'm Charlie like Sheen not Charlie just Sheen jumps in there with with him. Christy those Caucasians are moving on. Yeah, those Caucasians are doing some damage here. I think so. As we, how many are we in? What? I'm in at least like three. Huh? I thought I'd seen four on you, man. All right, this could be. I, I saw two white Russians and like th- two Caucasians. Caucasian. <laughs> Caucasian? Caucasian. We love you out there. We want to get you drunk. Uh, I think it's Nick. This is on Nick. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, because he had the mentality. Or is it you? Yeah, no. No, wait. That was no. like no, you had, two rounds ago. Yeah, you had flea. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Brent. Sorry, Brent. What, sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. What band does Caucasian. the dude say he hates? Hates the fucking Eagles, man. Hates I the totally Eagles, disagree man. on that, man. I well, everyone his, does. I would have kicked his funny. ass out the cab, too. I've never heard anyone say they hate the Eagles. <laughs> well, that's because they play Hotel California or the Spanish version. Yeah, the Spanish version. That, yeah. Who's singing? Gypsy Kings? When, uh... Jesus, the Jesus, Jesus. is waxing Jesus. his balls. <laughs> yes. Nobody messes with the fucking Jesus. We, we shouldn't even explain that. You pull a piece on me, I shove it so far, I take it away, shove it so far up your ass and pull the trigger until it goes click. click. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. There was a lot of That's talk right, about man. sticking things in people's asses in this movie. Yeah. Eight-year-olds, dude. There's a lot of anal issues with the Coen brothers. Eight-year-olds. In other Coen brothers movies? I can't back that. I can't back that. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking out his ass. Don't dwell that. Oh, Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, uh, All right, uh, Nick. 
What is the amount on the check the dude writes in the scene at the grocery store? Six. Cents? 69 oh, cents. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, 69 cents. It yeah, is right. 69 cents. Kaboom. Yeah. Boom. That's right. Fist bump. Drink it up. Jenny, what's the name of Walter's ex-wife's dog? Isn't it Theodore? Don't phone me. Nope. Multiple choice. By the way, Multiple I'm, choice. I'm not a dog man, but that didn't look no damn Pomeranian to me. What'd you think? No, it was? that's <laughs> it's definitely not. It's not a Pomeranian. It's definitely not. It looked like a corky or something. Yeah. Like a Shih Tzu. Yeah. No. no. Something. No. But. Uh, but what I mean, what the Pomeranians? They have short hair. Pomeranians hair. are like this big, poofy, fluffy, fluffy with dogs. the curly, fluffy tail. They're usually like orange. Yeah. Huh. I got nothing. <laughs> They're really small yippy dogs, like that person, one. Yeah. But that one's like a miniature definitely. wolf. That one, no. Uh, a well, small maybe, pony, kind of, mm-hmm. or like a miniature husky, a tiny mm-hmm. giraffe, kind of. A tiny giraffe, very more fluffy. Uh, and this dog, yeah, so more fluffy than a yeah. A tiny this dog giraffe, had some but nasty, more fluffy. Not a giraffe with a long neck. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. I got to make sure I got this one. Okay. Uh, the, uh, multiple choice, Walter, Jonesy, Thurston, or Gilligan? Oh, wow. I'm going to go with C. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. You know, with Thurston? I think that was written on his cage, right? I couldn't, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You're right. It is the correct answer. Thurston. Yeah. Nice. All right, we're coming down into uh, into the final final three questions. Fucking show dog, dude! It's got fucking papers. <laughs> not taking it bowling. It's not taking your turn. I'm not buying it a fucking beer. <laughs> I didn't rent it shoes. I'm not renting his shoes. <laughs> uh, Brent. Yes. Who first says this aggression will not stand? Oh boy. Oh shit. Well, that would be. Uh, George Bush Sr. You are correct, sir. Yes. Well done. On it. That's He's impressive. On it. On it, on it. Luckily, I had said that earlier. I know. I would have. <laughs> it's coming back. If around. you hadn't have said that, I would have not known I, the question or not known the answer to that question. I, uh, I didn't think it was actually on there. Who would have known, right? That's kind of, right, you know. This is testing That's your smart. deuterology. Hey, you're, you're, you're doing very well. We should have been keeping score on that. Who knows their deuterology? The most shit, if we were only thinking. People at home, as you're listening to this, you can go back and keep score. We'll find yep. out. Oh, yeah. We didn't really do that, did we? I hope that wasn't fair. <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. People at home, there are Caucasians <laughs> in your neighborhood. <laughs> I guarantee it. I they live among it. you. Yeah, you must drink them. Uh, drink them down. Nick. They always go down smooth. What do the nihilists order in the diner? Thought I heard pancakes at one point. Oh, wait. That's a specific one. It is. Oh, man. Multiple choice. Yeah, what's the multiple choice? (sighs) Multiple choices. Pigs in a blanket? No. Well, one of them does. Waffles? No. Grand slams? No. Lingonberry pancakes. Boom. Lingonberry pancakes. Yeah. 
One of them does order pigs in a blanket, though. Yeah. The tall, blonde pony guy. Yes, he does. Just to be different. Was they pig pigs so in what, what a blanket? They spell, I think they spelled lingonberry wrong. Or that I'm getting right. This is a German thing. Swedish? Lingonberry? Swedish. Swedish. They got them at the place that we have Sweden here. House. They're nihilists. <clears throat> they believe in nothing. <laughs> All right, so this is the final question. Oh. oh. Here it How is. How appropriate. hey what is Carl Hungus's profession in the pornographic film Log Jamming? He's the cable guy. You were correct. <laughs> Boom. Boom. What's he going to do next? Oh, fix the cable. cable? <laughs> 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 <coughs> All right. So that's uh, 22 questions. On we the should Big have Lebowski. kept track, like get an extra 10 points if you knew the question before the multiple choice. I think we would have found out who knows the Big Lebowski the best. Yeah, I don't know, Brent and I might be again. pretty tight. Man. We're going to have to do this for other movies, too, though, right? I mean, Well, we fucked it up because like, there was no way Nick could have got the who was the dude based on. Oh, I wouldn't have. That's the only I, one. Yeah, the rest of them were like movie-related. Like, you could watch the movie and... Well, I mean, you could well, assume I mean, how many... Well, I mean, the numbers one. I mean, you needed the... Multiple yeah, how many times I mean, you could somebody have closest without going over, I guess. But right. Right. Price is right rules, but... Definitely always prices right. <laughs> <laughs> but I I mean, other than that, like, as far as. Yeah, I think we could have done it. I think so. I think that, uh, yeah. Um, am I doing my wrap up? <laughs> Sorry. You got anything I, else I, to say about the Big Lebowski? Do we go into, like, talking about. Is there anything you guys want? You observations well we haven't uh, even uh, like thoughts. dove into the plot of the movie like we have do we need talk? to that's a do question we? i don't know i mean i feel like the big lebowski is like a movie that this is just me right i don't know if you guys disagree with me let me know but it feels like big lebowski is a movie that a lot of folks have seen it's so true. so so like the yeah. ghostbusters you really have to go into which what the ghostbusters did. were but. which you did Oh, yeah. That's episode, like, six or something oh, know, like that. You can go back, uh, Freak Show listeners. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. Yeah, but this is a good way to uh, <clears throat> to explore the Big Lebowski without having to... I mean, because this movie is a cult classic, right? I think, yeah. Like, this... If Definitely. you don't know the Big Lebowski... Well, well, I on, Nick, that's all right. Now. now you know it. <laughs> and that's all that really matters, right? Mm. Yeah. Yep, but but I know going into it that it it was a cold. But you, you knew about it before you. Oh, it, yeah. You know, you've seen clips here, there. If I were know. to say who's the dude, oh, I would have known the dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's Big Lebowski like fests. Yeah. Like they have play the get-togethers where everybody like shows up. I mean, like just the dude abides. It's almost like a religion, you know. Kind of, it's like the Jedi thing. Like. <coughs> yeah. Better than Sorry. the Jedi thing. It's a way of life. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Like it has that kind of following to it. Maybe not on the scale of Star Wars, but to a you know, and probably you know, smaller scale than I don't know. You're saying like Firefly uh, versus the Big Lebowski. It's probably it's scaled down. 
But, I mean, even here in our hometown, they've had, like, you know, Lebowski on the lawn and stuff yeah, like that, have. you know. I was so bummed I couldn't go. Yeah, bring your own uh, It was on rug. Saturday, I'm like, yeah. it's Shomer fucking Shabbos. I don't fucking roll. It's so <laughs> Only because I have lines. plans. I don't handle money, I don't. I, I know, I actually posted that to the, to the events. <laughs> I don't I, I, I don't drive a car, I don't ride in a car, I don't handle money, I don't turn on the oven, I sure shit don't fucking roll. <laughs> I got to see this movie kind of become this is one of those things where like, you know, there's a lot of movies in your life that are like baked in classics before you even get around to them, right? They're classics. Somebody tells you this movie's a classic and it has been for years. All right, this sounds like my wrap-up, but I was just saying, like, <laughs> I saw this movie in the theater, right? When it first came out, you go see it, and you're like, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. That was really funny. Yeah. And then you walk away. You don't hear anything, right? It just kind of it did its thing. It came and it went. And then, like, years later, it's like Caucasian. everyone you talk to, you know, has, like, a frame of reference mm-hmm. on the Big Lebowski. White Russian. <laughs> and... Then it becomes like you become aware that there's like this is the actual cult of the Big Lebowski. And then now it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, you say the dude and every fucking person, it seems like, knows what you're talking about. Everybody knows the yeah. white Russian. Everybody knows the dude abides, you know, all that shit. Colin, what is the race of the dude? He's a Caucasian. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Yeah. But it's just kind of weird. It like no. took years to for it to happen, but now it's like, you know, I mean, it is like a genuine American classic movie. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's probably one of the biggest cult classic movies, at, at least an hour, an hour uh, lifetime. Well, what is Nick? How, Nick, how do you feel about it? This is your first viewing, so what yeah. are your thoughts? Well, well I'll go into my wrap up, but uh, well, you know, just give your general opinion of it. I, I can, you know, it was funny in parts, but I don't see the big cult following to it. I'd probably have to see it a couple times, maybe. <laughs> but no, you probably do, and that's probably true. Because I think that's how I first saw it. You watch it, and you're like. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I laughed a couple parts there, and but you know, it's nothing that I would roll up on a Sunday and be like, "Yep, I'm gonna watch this every Sunday for three years or something like that." What about uh, one Sunday of your life? <laughs> I, you know, the are you gonna go home and buy life. a copy of this movie? I probably no, no, I probably won't. If it's like on Netflix or something, I might. It was sit, on Netflix. Sit down and watch it with a wife or something, but. Nothing I would go out and buy. You're going to finish off the half and half. Over, like, okay, do you own Kingpin, though? Yeah. There you go. Yep. Well, see, he said he, he said he preferred it. There's two yeah, There's two types of people. There's Kingpin people. <laughs> there's Big people. It's, just, it's as simple as that, and that's fine. And that's... That's the great equalizer, the great divider. <laughs> I like where you're going. The great equalizer. Wait, what? No, nope. the great divider. True. The, the great divider. True. Yeah. Big Lebowski. Lebowski. A divisive film. All right. Wrap ups. Yeah. Wait. Was there a mailbag or not? Oh yeah. Shit. Actually, yeah. Uh, Igor. Igor, are you here? 
Masters, Masters, the mail. I got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. All right, thanks, Igor. And Dom Cree writes in about our Hot Tub Time Machine podcast. He says, great fucking podcast. He doesn't actually say that. He says, great <laughs> effing podcast. Even when I'm not into the movie or it's a complete dud, it's worth tuning in every week just because you guys put on a great show. Can't keep count of the times I burst out, burst out laughing, thinking that a fight is about to break out. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That it was going to happen tonight? No, no, not tonight. Wait. Tonight was tame. <laughs> but, but that podcast for... It was volatile. Oh, I, I'm sitting there listening to it, you know, while working, and I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> and then you wrote... Yeah, I wrote in saying that uh, it, it oh, should, should have been a YouTube video You're putting of, me of on the night. spot. You're putting... Uh, I got to find it. You didn't comment on... The, oh, you probably commented down here. So Thank you, Don. Somewhere along the way. Thank you. Thank you, Don. All right, so wrap-ups. I've probably seen The Big Lebowski like 457 times. But it, like, I, I really think that like even tonight I still discovered more about it. I think that it's on this podcast we talk about, like, will we recommend this movie to somebody? That's basically saying, will you go back and watch it again, right? Because mm-hmm. if you won't, you're not going to tell somebody else to go watch it. Um and I think, you know, to not to talk too much about the movie, um, because I think that everybody's seen it, but I would definitely recommend this movie. So if you haven't seen it, and and now Nick has seen it, uh, if you hadn't seen it tonight with us, I would have totally recommended it. <laughs> Everybody out there, Caucasian. Caucasian? White Russian? Caucasian. Caucasian. Not white Russian. <laughs> All right, so my first foray into The Big Lebowski... I think I hadn't seen it because uh, I it, I guess it's, it, it's just been you know hiding away from me I guess but it, as we said earlier would I go out and buy the movie I wouldn't go out and buy the movie like if it like if it's on Netflix that's where I would probably watch it again um, I thought John Goodman was great in this movie you know the best I've seen him in yeah. Steve Buscemi storyline, it it seemed to flow pretty good. It kind of, I don't know, the last like fifteen minutes or so, after they went and talked to the the the, the big Lebowski, uh, I probably could have seen the movie end there. But when they went back to the bowling alley and you know Buscemi's, you know they do that fight and he dies and it goes off to his, you know cremation and that. And I'm like, all right, this is going, you know. This feels like the movie's dragging out a little bit. Because they resolved the mystery at that point. You, knew what fi- you found out what happened to Buddy. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, okay, you know, the story's done. And then they went on for another, what, 15, 20 minutes on. And I was like, all right, I probably could have done without that much. Well, I mean, not to argue with you, but just because you would have never gotten any closure with the, the nihilists if they hadn't done that. Like the scene at the bowling alley. Well, they did it. They killed my fucking car. <laughs> and they were going to cut off his Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I guess I could see that point, but no, I just felt that it it just kind of drug on from there. But, uh, you know, I, I would watch it again eventually. I'm not going to go out and 
watch it tomorrow, next week or whatever. But I, I definitely, you know, recommend at least seeing it once just to see what all this hubbub about, you know, the dude, the dude and, and all the pop culture references people make towards it and everything. And Well, it's, you know, they always re- reference the dude, but Walter's just like kind of tossed under the rug and he's. No, man, I thought he was the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Walter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely recommend this movie. I, uh, I've been a fan of it now for years. I mean, I've, I think I've owned it on like every you know version of it that's come out, and uh, you know, like I was saying before, it was just one of those like weird uh, opportunities that you have to actually see a classic uh, happen. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I keep thinking, you know, as far as like Ethan and Joel Cohen go, you know, it's like, I've liked, uh, Oh brother, we're out. Uh, I like that a lot. I liked uh, true grit a lot, but I think I like true grit because it was more like, um, after they've done these movies, which are non mainstream kind of, uh, they're, I mean, they're definitely artists, right? They're doing these artistic, uh, films. And by that, I think, you know, we were talking about, this before the podcast, so like an art house, quote unquote, art house movie is one that tries to challenge the, the formula of like the Hollywood, um, the Hollywood formula, I guess. Right. Hollywood, Hollywood films are done in a formula. You watch them and you go like, okay, you know, I can feel this formula working for me. And like, here is the, the, how we get from a to B to C. And, uh, these movies that we're saying are more like artistic in mind is like, it's these guys coming to it and seeing it and saying, you know, what if we take this part and move it over here, we swap these things around on the timeline. And so, you know, what if we end the movie uh, earlier? What if we give away what the ending is, you know, and the first time these guys like come up with a thought of what the the solution to the mystery is, that's the right one, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so this is happening like out of sequence of how it does in like a Hollywood picture, right? They're experimenting with the form. So they know the Hollywood form and they're going like, what if we deconstruct it, take it apart, put it together in this way? Does it still work? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, are we saying things about the Hollywood form by putting it together this way? Does it, you know, is it more engaging or less engaging this way? And uh, so they're like experiments. All of their movies have kind of been like that to me. The one that like totally uh, like broke me was No Country for Old Men, which I thought was, I mean, their their filmmaking craft is like impeccable, right? I mean, they've been doing it for so long. They're such good filmmakers. They made this movie that was like a suspense masterpiece. It was awesome, and then it got to a point where they, I think. Uh, to me, you know, again, you know, there's critical disagreement with this, but to me, they took the the idea of we're going to break this and try to assemble it a different way to see if it's, you know, if it still works. They fucking broke it. They took a great movie and fucking shattered it in the last like 20 minutes. I'm like, I fucking hate you because you were giving me such a good movie and then you fucked it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> you fucked it up, Walter. <laughs> Why does everything have to be a tragedy with you? Fucking tragedy. Yeah, it was one of those moments where I'm just like, fuck these guys. It's like they're so fucking, it's not pretension. It's just that they're so willing to take um, 
the form and break it to see, you know, to combine it and try and come up with something new. They came up with something that, like, really infuriated me. Um, and then the flip side of that is something like True Grit, where that is, like, I think maybe for the first time in their career, they did something that was formally uh, the Hollywood, like, this is a Hollywood film. We're going to do things like buy the book. This is how you do them. And when they did it, it was like, this is really fucking good. I mean, you should see their version of True Grit. I watched the John Wayne one after. I saw the one they did with Jeff Bridges first. And I'm like, this movie's really fucking good. You go back and watch the John Wayne one, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> you know? The new one is that fucking good. It's like, it becomes definitive, you know, somehow. And But I've never seen them do something that was structurally uh, that rigid. You know, like, we're going to do, like, this story this hollywood type movie uh everything else does seem to be an experiment and with the big lebowski i think to me it pays off because you know i'm aware of the uh detective movies that they're riffing on you know so i can see what they're where they're like this is how it would go in a detective movie so we're gonna go this way all of a sudden like you know nobody's doing anything for the motives that they should be and like we're gonna solve the thing like before the end of the movie and it's not really about that anyway you know so I get that as far as like, you know, just the idea that you're, it's kind of like improvisational jazz, but I, you know, I appreciate not only the, 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 the experiment with structure, but also the, the writing, the dialogue to the point where I can't tell if what I like about it is the guys who wrote the scene or the people who performed it. There's a scene with Jeff Bridges in the, He's in the limo with uh, the Big Lebowski and Philip Seymour Hoffman, Brandt, right? Mm -hmm. And he's talking. He's like, "Well, you're not. You don't know about the new shit, man. This yeah. is, you know, yeah. I got this, yeah. and blah blah blah." And it's just like the way that he's talking. You're like, I'm trying to imagine that, like written out on a sheet of paper. <laughs> I can't see yeah. it. That seems yeah. like so human, like, and that's the way that people talk. That like. If they fucking wrote that on the goddamn sheet and Jeff Bridges was just performing what was written there, then they're geniuses. Like, they're, there's no other way around it. They are fucking, they can hear the human, you know, the way that the minds work and write it down. Otherwise, it was an improvisational thing, which would give credit mm -hmm. to the actor. I don't know. I haven't read the script. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. But say that, that that's got to be great. a blend, right? I mean, like. What scene? I'm sorry. I was. In the back of the uh, the the the, um, the Big Lebowski's limo, the limo, the limo. Oh, okay. where the scene ends, because this is why I think it had to be scripted, because the Big Lebowski is like, "What are you babbling about, man?" <laughs> you know, he interrupts it to say, "Like, so it was written." Stop to me talking. That Talk fast. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> yeah, but after that, after the after uh, the dude yeah. goes on his his spiel. You know, so the scene was written to have that comedic break that, like, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. So how was it written? I, you know, if Jeff Bridges just performed that and it sounded so natural, like, this is how a person talks. It's like, I don't know. I mean, those those moments in, you know, movie writing that you're just like, this I is amazing shit. I, I almost think, like, that's something that almost, do you think it has to evolve on the day of shooting? I mean, there the you have the script, which is one thing, and then you have the actor. Which I is, wouldn't be surprised if the Coen brothers were like, you know, 
go with this, see where it goes. Like, even with John Goodman. Like, yeah. And so each take Like, the fucking, just... the fucking Shabbos spiel. Like, do you think that was scripted? <laughs> I think like, that was scripted. That feels to you? me. Yeah, because it's because of the lines that come after it. Like, the, the it's the, uh, there's like a rhythm to it. I guess you can feel, or I feel when I listen to their dialogue that feels like, it's like, Man, it's, it's a dance, right? Thing. Between like this and then that mm-hmm. and then this and then that and this and that and, you know. And so that's why it feels like it was, that was planned that way. And I know that the punchline to the scene I was talking about was planned that way. But like, what got us there? Was that planned that way? If it was, like, it's just one of those things where like, I couldn't fucking write that. You know, yeah. like in my best day, right. could not fucking write that scene. Because even watching it, I'm like, right. I, I can't even follow what he's trying to say. Yeah, but it sounds like, a, I mean, yeah. when you're watching it, it sounds like a guy like just fucking talking. It doesn't yeah, sound like he's like, coming up with something off the top of his ass. So he yeah, right. Know. Yeah, I think that's it. It sounds like a guy coming up with stuff off the top of. Of his head, which is the, I guess that's what you credit actors with. And like, you know, I was like, man, that's amazing acting because you could do it. Because there's times in this movie where they're not able to sell the dialogue, which is uh, um, where uh, um, Sam Elliott is at the end. He's like saying something is like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Ah, hell, I've gone on about this. He makes like a break. And stops what he's saying to say the next line. And you can tell that it's not a place where, like, a man just kind of wandered off on his Mm -hmm. own, forgot the hell what he was talking about, and came back and, like, recovered with this. It sounds like I knew that I had to get to the end of this sentence. And then here's where I picked it up. And here's the change of, you know, it's like that. You can see the performance, you know. But doesn't that, like, to me, even that feels like that is a very, uh... Uh, it's it's like a, they they chose to make that directorial point, you know, to have him stop at that moment is not it's not natural. Why I don't know, <laughs> I have no idea. But like, why else would it be there? You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I think it was he was doing it as it was written. That's why I think it was there. He performed it the way that it was written, but it doesn't. And he's probably feel just there natural. for like a day, and he's not. Yeah. like into that. Yeah. And they didn't have enough time, or whatever. They didn't, you know, whoever. Because I think only one of them directs. Uh, Joel directs. Yeah. yeah. Ethan and Joel, right? Have they ever co-directed a movie? No, I think I think Joel directs, and then Ethan produces. But they both co-write yeah. everything. Okay. But yeah. they don't co-produce. And there's a connection with Sam Raimi. Or I'm seeing, I, I'm sorry, they don't co-direct. They both, Sam Raimi and the Coen brothers, like, started out, like, around the same time and, like, knew each other and worked on a movie called Crime Wave. But basically, yes. I should get out of this. <laughs> uh, my wrap-up is, you should see The Big Lebowski. It's a fucking American classic. I think, and again, I'm saying that from, like, having seen it, you know, multiple times. Again, I think, Nick, it starts out the same way, where you're like, yeah, it's all right, but it plays on you, and there's so much like pop culture. I think, like you know, and so are are we influenced? Am I saying I'm influenced by the 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 cult of the Big Lebowski? Possibly, you know, it mm-hmm. is a thing, you know, that you can't escape. Like you know, it's everywhere coming at you. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> nope. It's the Big Lebowski. What's that? You know, you have to check it out. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, definitely a plus plus Big Lebowski, Jenny. All right. 
Well, I've seen this movie 458 times. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Damn. She didn't know Metallica, Brent. Yep. <laughs> that Caucasian just... <laughs> Just one up to me. I just one up to you. You literally one. Literally one up to me. Hey, before you begin, can I get a shiner back? I mean, since I'm, my wrap up's over, I'm going to switch over from the Caucasian to All oh, right. the heart attack. Are you sure you don't want a white Russian? No, we're out of half and half, man. <laughs> we drank them all. Thank what, you very much. What about a Caucasian? We're out of half and half, dude. I'm just trying no to help. Those home drinkers. I'm on it. Did you get any powdered creamer? Oh, God. That was so gross. Okay. Anyway, The Big Lebowski is one of my favorite comedies. It's definitely in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Why? For sure. It, it cracks me up, and I quote this movie on a daily basis. You can testify to this. Like, <laughs> I, I do all the time. It just cracks me up. But, um, I mean, Jeff Bridges is great in it, but... My favorite character is definitely Walter. Like, uh-huh. Walter's so <laughs> he's so amazing. He just, it, oh my God, he just cracks me the fuck up. But um, this movie, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really funny movie and it has a, oh Jesus, I hate this. I don't want to. <laughs> Take your time. He's got the edit button over there. Yeah. He's not going to edit it. No, no, but you can tell us, why does. do you like it so much? Why is it one of your favorite movies of all It just cracks me the fuck up. I just laugh all the time. Just like the, the way they say things, the things they say, it just, I don't know, it gets me. And then um, just the ridiculous shit that happens throughout the entire movie. <laughs> You didn't think I was And then after out of here everything, naked, like, after everything <laughs> Uzi, dude. ridiculous that happens, like, every time there's a ridiculous scene, they're like, fuck it, dude, let's go bowling. Yes. Yeah. Like, that happens multiple times in the movie. Like, Walter just said, fuck it, dude. That's the thing. Yeah, the bowling is the like the great. That's that's the great equalizer. Uh-huh. Ah, uh-huh. I see what you did there. Like, bowling. Right back. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Holy because you subscribe to the theology of dude? <laughs> Here's, this is actually a good question for the group. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll let I'm, I'll let you. Finish. No, you're fine. Uh, is bowling? So bowling has no other other uh, use t- towards the plot. I mean, like there is no reason. It could be baseball. It could be yeah. It could be pool. It could be knitting. Right. I mean. <laughs> Bowling is just the fact that they know this guy that likes to bowl, possibly. The dude. We don't even know that, really, right? We don't even know if he likes the dude, the real dude. Not saying Jeff oh, Bridges. Right. Mm-hmm. But the real dude. We don't even know if he likes to bowl. Oh, he does like to bowl. He said that. Okay. The, Jeff Dowd? The nihilist can't call him. Or, no, he's saying um, about Jeff, the inspiration for the dude. Jeff Dowd. Yeah. Uh, real life guy. The oh. real guy. Is he, like. I don't know. Yeah, Okay. So that's that's interesting, right? I mean, that's that's something in the story that has it's it's a big part of the story and the marketing of the movie, and it has nothing to do with the plot of the movie whatsoever. The bowling. antithesis of Kingpin, which is kind of sort of about no, it's all it's about, about bowling. those guys, but 
but it's also like well, is bowling like it's uh, it's kind of a substitute for like uh, some kind of Zen, um, not religion. What am I going for here? It's like a Zen spiritualist spiritualism or something like that, right? There's just you and the pins, and everything <laughs> else goes away. But do you and get that from this movie? I get just because of his uh, reliance on like you know I mean the dude soothes himself to sleep listening to Did anyone else notice that every time game. Donnie bowls he bowls a strike except for the day he dies. Yeah. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah, cuz he says I'm, There's one pin standing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocks today. Yeah, today. yeah. It was he's he's like, like I'm really throwing a rock today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm throwing yeah. rocks today. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Really swinging yeah. him today. I mean, he only it's, you only see him bowl three times, but the last time there's one pin standing, just, just short pin. of a turkey. And we never see the dude bowl. No, Walter bowls yeah. once. Yeah, what does he score? I don't think they show it. They just show him holding the ball with a cigarette in his mouth. Oh right, okay, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's after that fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cuts the Walter. <laughs> You cross yeah. the line. So the only one we actually see score is uh, Donnie. Yeah. And then on the last frame he bowls, there's one pin standing, and then he has a heart attack. I will say I have bowled league bowling before, and people get really anal about crossing that line, but I've never seen anyone <laughs> That's one of my it. favorite parts in this whole movie. <laughs> Over the line! Yeah. But no, like when I'm having a bad day at work, I'll be like, "Is the whole world gone fucking crazy?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I do it all the time. But that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, this movie is so easily quotable, and I just love it so much. And I would also like to say that I think, oh god, I don't know if I could say top five, but he's definitely up there. Walter Sobchak is one of my favorite movie characters of all time. <laughs> Even more so than the dude. He is amazing. I just he's he's my favorite part of this movie. The dude is a close second, but Walter, just like you said, he takes the show. Uh, uh, he's he stole the scenes when oh I was Oh my on. god. This movie just makes me laugh so much and I love it. It's a feel good movie. My favorite Coen Brothers movie. So I highly, highly <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, that's the Big Lebowski on the Saturday Night Freak Show next week. You can bet your ass. So we'll be back with Brent's pick, and it's going to be 12 Monkeys. So keep your internet radios tuned right here, and uh, we guarantee not to disappoint. So that's the next week, and until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>